I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's probably just a case of the Mondays. How does she say it? Hang on. It's not going to make sense. Wanda. This doesn't, yeah. This, this, this goes out on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Must be just a case of the, it's probably just a case of the Tuesdays. Am I right? You're listening to Van Dragons. That's exactly how she says that second bit as well. And it's really on her ring. Who it's says really it? like Agatha. Wanda says it. I just said this. I don't remember that at all. I believe you though. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds out. Sounds out. Um. Welcome back to Brown Wagons. How are you, Bright? I'm great. How are you? I'm grand. Yeah. Her brown bin has returned from war. I think I've spoken about this at least six times on the Patreon. So. Oh my God! Tell us more. Bring it to the main feed. Um. Bring it to the main feed. Main feed. Bring it to the main feed. Bring it. Bring it to the um. So our neighbors stole our brown compost bin. Allegedly, um. So it. So there was we kind of had mild issues with them initially because they said our bin their our bins were blocking the path to their house, which they weren't. But they, we but offered. They, to listen, they absolutely listened to this as well. Like all of my. So we moved them as a sign of peace because we, the last thing we wanted was hassle. This also came after they complained about us having parties uh, in the middle of lockdown, which we categorically were not having. Um, so we just didn't want beef. We wanted this house to be a, no drama. Um, so we moved the bins. But there was one night where... The bins have been collected and I moved the compost back nearer to our house. And then I went in the middle of the week to put something out in the compost bin and it was gone. Just or gone, in the right? Compost bin. I don't know. Like we have a smaller compost bin in the kitchen that's made up of like tea bags and general food waste. So mm-hmm. it's probably that. Um, so then I realized it was gone. 
Um, this was before Christmas because Jack was still there. Jack was oh, it was there. ages ago. Yeah, definitely. So it was gone. And then I was like, right, okay. And we couldn't see it anywhere up the road. Like it wasn't a case if it hadn't been taken by neighbours. It was so close to our house. There was no way. Do you know, like it wouldn't have been ta- taking my neighbours further up the road because it would have had to come directly to our house. And like right up to our window, we would have seen if someone was in the kitchen. So that happened. We rang... I rang the bin company and they were like, did one of the neighbours take it? And and I was like, look, I have my suspicion so no next door. <laughs> Sorry, I'm no rat. But if you were to ask me honestly, I do think it was our direct next door neighbours. And then they were like, well, would you ask for it back? And I said, mm, I mean, that's an overly simplified solution as we are currently engaged in warfare and I don't negotiate with those kind of people. So, um, so they were like, right, okay, we'll send you out another one. So they did. Um, and then I thought I could see it around the side of the house a couple of times, the neighbor's house. But like, I didn't want to like take it back and cause... How did you know? How did you think it was yours and not theirs? Because they don't have the same bin, bin company. Okay. We have uh, red bins. Okay. And with like different colored lids, depending yeah, on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have those too. So I could kind of see like a red... But I couldn't prove it, but it really looked like it. And Jack was like, don't bother going up because like they clearly have cameras outside their house and we don't want uh, no drama, no drama house. Right. And we had a new bin. It didn't matter. We were living life vicariously. And then one of the days, I actually don't know why I'm saying it allegedly, because I saw it pulled out in front of their house then a couple of weeks after. And my mom was like, oh, well, it's great. Then just go get it. And I was like, yeah, I will. And then I forgot. And then at that stage, they'd already pulled it back into their house. Um, But today it is returned for more. And um, it's full of ash. So I'm is there, really annoyed. It's a winter fire bin. You don't, rob, you don't rob a winter fire bin? I, I don't rob a winter fire bin. From your neighbour? It's tradition in Ashtown. It's local tradition. I don't think it is. You borrow from the neighbour to your right. You put all your sure winter is. ash in fire mm. ash in it. Mm. And then you, you drop it back in the spring. It's kind of hollow. It's kind of soundy, isn't it? I don't think it is. <laughs> Take me back to Fingless. Wouldn't happen there. I'll tell you that for nothing. Um, tell do you, you that think for brown, nothing. Do you think Brown Bin would be a good name for my YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> Read Brown Bag Films. What are you going to do? What do you mean? About the bin? Yeah, I'd bring it back. You have, see, you've ordered another oh, one. Yeah, no, we you ha- don't need it anymore. What am I, I going to do with two I, compost bins? I'm one of them that's, sorry, disgusting. I would wear that bit. Right Our new bin is so corner. gorgeous and so clean. I don't want the disgusting one anymore. I'm just going to I'm just gonna have to ring the bin company and like they will come and collect it. But I'm actually, I'm just annoyed that I didn't catch anyone in the act. And neither you are my housemates. Write your name on the new one now so they can't do it again. What a useless pack of detectives. My name is on it and our fucking address. Oh, then you, you should have been braver. But what if I went up to the front door and it wasn't the bin? What if it was just like a red object? You're like, sorry, I, I don't know. My cat, my cat ran away. And the cat's in the fucking window. Yeah, maybe yeah, I do. They don't know. You owe them. Out. You owe them nothing. They owe you, you a bin. You owe them nothing. Nothing. Um, dead right. Yeah, yeah. That's... Send us suggestions as to what Fanua should do with her spare compost bin, or her spare fire ash sound bin. Yeah. Let's upcycle, girls. Um, <laughs> Why don't you put it in the back garden and make it like a hot tub, <laughs> a standing, a, a, a standing water feature that was yeah. previously used to decompose. Food waste. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the ground. I've heard crazier ideas. And so the see, how would we, that? 
How would we carbonate the water? Is a hot tub just a... Why would you carbonate? <laughs> you don't carbonate a hot tub. No, like, how do I make a fizzy? How do I make a bubbly? Why do you want a fizzy? You just want it to be aerated. You don't want it to be um, fizzy. Aerated is the same as carbonated, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. Like, in your, if you're in a hot tub and some water goes in your mouth, it's not fizzy, Vanilla. How do I put... You're not sitting in a big fucking river rock, sparkly river rock, like... <laughs> You need How to put, put an, air, an, air, an air hose in that like blow bubbles into it or just do it with your an mouth. An air hose, that's not a real thing. That's a straw. It's more, more a thing than a carbonated hot tub. <laughs> what flavour? Willy Wonka had one of them out of his back. That's, I, that's like, so the worst thing idea. is you're not even joking. You fully think thing, like hot tubs are just big sprites. I, that's not what I think. But now that you've said it, I want one. <laughs> Imagine it was just full of box phase. You'd be sick. At, no, you'd be sick. Yeah. You would be sick if you were just chewing on a big drink. Yeah. Um, Champagne. Yeah. Prosecco. Prosecco. You'd be very sticky. Um, Anyway, WandaVision. You would be very sticky. Yeah, Yeah, today we are talking about WandaVision. Um, We, I, so I was going to watch this, but again, we obviously have a lot of other shows to get through. And I was like, I can't start this. And then. My housemate Annabelle wanted to start it, so I said I would. And Jack, who I've already previously mentioned, who I used to live with, we are still friends. He's obsessed with Marvel, always has been. We were kind of talking about it, about when it was going to be out, whatever. And he was always going to watch it. And I was like, yeah, I actually think I'll watch it. It kind of looks intriguing to someone who's not a huge Marvel head. Um, And I watched it and I enjoyed it quite a lot. What did you think, Breed? Yeah, I'd seen the ads. I think it was advertised heavily over Christmas and I remember seeing the ads and I I just really enjoy Elizabeth Olsen's face. So I was drawn in by the ads and didn't realise it was Marvel or anything to do with that. Just thought it was like this new sitcom coming to Disney Plus. And I was like, that actually looks good. And then my brother started talking about it being like, oh, I can't wait to see, like, can't wait for WandaVision. And I was like, right, this is obviously something totally different if he's into it. And then... I realised it was part of like the Marvel universe and it kind of threw me a bit then because I have little, like very little experience with Marvel and I to be honest, them. it's Black Panther, Spider-Man. I think I saw Watchmen. Is that one of them? Mm, but like very little. I'm not, I'm not confident. No, I feel like Watchmen. Movie Watchmen. Oh, the movie Watchmen isn't supposed to be good. No, it wasn't. I saw it in French. This series is supposed to be good. Re- Regina King is it? Well, yeah, it definitely wasn't good then. Watchmen. What, Watchmen. Yeah. Marvel. It was. Mm. It came out when I was probably like twelve years ago. I was in France and on a French exchange, and they brought me to the cinema, and it was it was not good. But I didn't Watchmen understand. Watchmen is DC. I did. Think okay. That. Um. So then yeah, so very little experience. Sim- in Marvel. Yeah, similar enough to yourself. I have seen Black Panther because it was. Iconic. The movie of the moment at the time, yeah, and iconic. I saw Captain Marvel because I got free tickets to it. Um, and I actually don't think I've seen any I've, of the rest of them all the way through. I think I've seen, I, the I've last seen, I've seen bits of all the Captain Americas. Yeah, I've, and I've seen bits of... I, I googled one of the Avengers, the one where they, obviously there's the war and they all fight. Civil War? No, the Avengers. Oh, Avengers. That's Captain America. Well, then I have no idea what's going on. Basically, we I had a very limited knowledge. And to be honest, I kind of think the way they marketed it was to try 
and get because I was like, oh yeah, it's Marvel, but it's not like it's probably naive of me. The Marvel fans are like, you're such a dickhead. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it's not going to be so much that it's like that I can't enjoy it, which I would still think you can get into this if you've never watched any of them, but it would probably just make you want to watch them all. And I feel like you would, you will enjoy them more as a Marvel fan first. But I did think it was, they really heavily marketed it so that it wasn't just like straight up MCU, in my opinion. Yeah, I saw the same. Yeah, definitely. And I was avoiding watching it, first of all, because I, wa- I like to binge things and I know it was coming out week to week. So I was like, right, I'll, I'll wait and see and I'll watch it all at the end, all in one go, which is what I did. Um, so I was waiting for that. And then I was kind of not that pushed, but then Twitter, literally everyone I know on Twitter was raving about it. Like I think uh, Emer the Screamer was on about it and a couple of other people who like I would generally have the same interests with and I was like right if these all watched it and loved it there actually must be something in it for me so I was very much swayed by the social media of it all as well and the Mm. memes and stuff like it was everywhere Mm. what is WandaVision about okay so um, Elizabeth Olsen plays Wanda so I didn't actually realise these are two separate people called Wanda and Vision I'd never heard of either of them before I thought it was genuinely the name of the show. I didn't realise it was like them as well. So there's Wanda and there's Vision played by Bettany, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, yeah. We'll talk about him um, later on. And they are a, a famous Marvel couple from former movies who are in this sitcom. It's so hard to explain. It starts out as a 1950s sitcom. They are like the loving couple in it. It's all in black and white. There's a live studio audience. And then it kind of develops from there and every episode is the next decade. Yeah, it's kind of revealed that all is not as it seems. Yeah. Maybe we won't and give too much away just in case anyone wants to watch it, but essentially, yeah. yeah. It kind of builds to this climax where it's a big kind of action-packed finale and there's all the stuff you'd expect from a Marvel movie once it hits the end. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of ripping... It's not ripping the piss. It's kind of taken from different sitcoms and throughout the years... There's even like the la- I know the last episode, I think maybe episode seven, the last episode of like the sitcom style is very much like Modern Family and the theme tune is like Modern very Family, like, the office. office. Yeah. Yeah. Mockumentary. Uh, there's a Malcolm in the Middle one. There's a like Dick Van Dyke show. That's all. And I that was the aspect I really Like loved. Full House, that kind of vibe as well. Yeah. Did I? I didn't explain that well. No, like it quite like the way it pans out and the way it tells the story is through these sitcom tropes. So then there's like a whole episode where it's kind where it's flashbacks, and then there's like there's a Halloween special. But at the core of this is Wanda and Vision. And I suppose if you're a Marvel fan, you'll know the crack with them, and you'll understand why things are not all as it seems. Yeah. Will will we just spoil it? Because like I was just gonna say yeah. Because I think if you've if you've never seen WandaVision even if you haven't seen WandaVision and you've seen all, all the other Marvel stuff you'll kind of already get half of it okay I think so this you, is your spoiler warning if you have we are we are about we are about to spoil WandaVision and potentially the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe but I will say a lot of them came out years ago so that's fully on you, that's on you. but anyway <laughs> so spoiler breed so Vision has died several times before Vision has died twice before in the Marvel Universe the first time he was killed by Wanda 
because he needed to die to protect the world or something, the way it always goes. The second time he was brought back to life by someone just to be killed again. I can't remember who that was. Thanos, I think. Thanos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be killed again. So this is the third time we're back now. Vision is alive and well. They're a happy couple. Uh, Wanda gets pregnant. She has twin boys. Um, and it goes on and we kind of you kind of know from the first episode something's not right Um, and then when do they show episode three I think is when they show us the outside real world what's actually going on which yeah. is this, this town has been taken over and being held hostage they don't know why they can't get into it Um, and it's, it's like, like a this, kind of force field around it that seems impenetrable and they try and like send items in and they, like they don't come back out and yeah, there's a hex on the town, I think. And then we kind of come to realise over a lot of episodes that this is all going on in Wanda's head or Wanda has like manifested all this through her magic powers because she is, of course, a witch. Um, And she can only, this is the only universe where her and Vision can live happily because he doesn't exist in her, in the world, normal world anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, she like, she robbed, she robbed his body and because of her power, I don't think she robbed his body. Oh, did she not rob his body? She just wrecked the gas. She saw his body, and then it, it, she was so upset that she just like. And then she wrecked, wrecked the gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then they uh, robbed his body to create. Was able to bring him back to life, so that's why they took apart his body, though, wasn't it? Sorry. She was she, like she is able to bring him back if she wants to, but that's why they took his body apart. Yeah, I don't think she realized she was capable of it. But when she went to visit his body, they were like, "We have to take him apart because we don't know what you're capable of." Basically, like they know she's an ultra powerful witch. I don't think she ever intended to bring him back because it just it doesn't ever work out well. Yeah, so she went back to this site that I think they were was going to be their house or whatever, and then created this world from it where she could kind of. And because she grew up watching sitcoms, she kind of basically created this sitcom world to live in with Vision. Because as you said, it's the only reality that they could live in because Vision was very much fucking dead. Like, yeah, <laughs> they that do. man, dead. They do put dead, it back dead, together dead. to create Blue Vision. Is he not white? I've been re- reading it as Blue Vision, I thought. I keep burping. Blue. Is he very light blue? Blue vision. Yeah, yeah, he would be, yeah. Who are we to judge him on his colour? Blue vision, Marvel. Other vision. What are they calling him? What is his character? I googled it as as white vision. Other vision. The light reflecting off of the synthesoid also makes him slightly blue. Okay. Um, I'm just going to google other vision and see what comes up. Other vision, WandaVision. Hmm. Vision, WandaVision. Yeah, no, you're right. Actually, it is white, white vision. Why was I calling him blue vision? Oh, this video is playing. Sorry. Um, I can't hear it. You're fine. Oh, okay. I can't be bothered Googling that. So I have Marvel person will explain that to us. I'm not getting into that. I just, I can't understand right now. There is clearly some significance to it, but um, where were we otherwise? Oh, there's so much to explain about this. So we haven't mentioned the other people in the town yet. So... We get introduced to other neighbors in the through the. And these are basically moms. people that Wanda is like holding hostage, essentially, because they were the people that lived in the town. Yeah, for the most. And they part, yeah. like they are now under her spell, and they are play, all playing characters. So it's like 
vision goes to work and has a normal job where he pretends to be human. So like all his work colleagues are actors. Who are, yeah, exactly. They're actors in the in the show, but like they're they're actually actors because they're like real life people who have been put under this spell. Yeah. Um, I, uh, also, all Vision doesn't realize this initially that he's been like that he's been basically resurrected, or and it's like a fake him and it's a fake reality. But as, as obviously as the series progresses, things start being revealed, and he realizes and he gets angry because in his will he said he didn't ever want to be resurrected. Oh, I missed that bit. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why she never intended to bring him back to life. Um, yeah, we kind of find out along with Vision because for the first couple of episodes, you actually, you really don't understand what's going on. You're kind of just take it for a, a weird kind of glitchy yeah. sitcom. The first two episodes are just straight sitcom. So like, which I still really enjoyed. And but like everyone, everyone I said to, I was like, I started on a Vision. They're like, you need to just watch the two episodes and just wait because yeah, all will be revealed basically. So if you started it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, maybe on with it and if you still don't like it obviously then stop my brother came in and I was just finished episode two and you know where um, Monica wakes up like outside the hex or whatever she's like on the ground like mm-hmm. she's been she's been thrown out Wanda's like thrown her yeah. out of the world she wakes up and me came in and he was like oh what bit are you at and I was like oh Geraldine just woke up and he was just like Monica and I was like no Geraldine he was just like oh fuck <laughs> like it's just I have no <laughs> idea what was going on I have no idea who Monica is or what significance that all had I had that kind of spoiled on me because I was li- I was listening to Who Weekly and they were talking about it they were talking about the actor that plays Monica and I was trying to like skip ahead because I knew I was going to watch eventually but I like, half heard so that didn't throw me for a loop and neither did the Agnes Agatha thing yeah that, probably explain that as well that was the thing I was kind of in I was like what are you getting like how how is it all like coming clear for you and I was like uh I know there's something something has to come out of this Agatha or Agnes neighbor because I've seen online she is the meme and she is the song like it's everywhere but I just don't fully understand how or why yet so I kind of had my eye on her but other than that I didn't really have a clue what was going on um so basically her like the main nosy neighbor character is played by Catherine Han and she plays Agnes who is actually uh, secretly a witch who has come to take part in like Wanda's little universe because she wanted to see who the witch was behind this un- unbelievable powerful magic and she wanted to like steal her magic from her or something like that. Yep. <laughs> Pretty. Yeah, I'm going to be honest and I won't spoil so it because it is essentially the very ending of WandaVision. But that end... Maybe we'll talk about this off mic, but that ending is a bit loose, I thought. I was just like, right, that's... It was just, it was a bit convenient. We'll talk about it after. because The I ending for Agatha? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk We'll talk about it off mic because I don't, I really, if you've actually, if you're anyway kind of halfway through, I don't actively want to spoil that. Or maybe we'll talk about it more close to the end, but yeah, we'll talk um, about it. Um, so do you, can you guess what WandaVision got on Rotten Tomatoes? Most importantly, I can't believe I've mentioned I'd say hi. I would say 86. 91. Oh. Um, I actually have the proper definition of what WandaVision is. It's an American television miniseries created by Jack Schaefer for the streaming service Disney Plus based on the Marvel Comics characters Wanda Maximoff um, or the Scarlet Witch and Vision. It is set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it shares continuity with the films of the franchise. 
It takes place after the events of the film Avengers Endgame, which came out in 2019. And I think it's supposed to be, there's kind of a bit of confusion, but I think it's supposed to lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah, people have said that it's supposed to lead into the, well, sorry, Doctor Strange 1 or the Doctor Strange sequel that's coming? The one that's coming. Yeah, Doctor Strange 2. Yes, I think that's right. Um. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of weird things about it. So Michal has explained this to me, but the timing of everything is really significant with these Marvel movies. Like you have to watch them in a particular order, I think. And this is like the first um, the first thing to be released of the new phase of Marvel. And this phase is like focused on um, like the multiverse. So we haven't seen anything being focused on the multiverse. So th- this is the first thing of that phase. So it's uh, really significant, I think. Because this is the thing that X-Men are going to come into it. Yeah. So um, Evan Peters, I kind of Google, like I went straight on my Google the cast as I was watching it. And I was oh like, no, Evan- the minute, the minute Evan Peters came into this, I text the three people that I was texting about this who'd watched it previously and said, Evan Peters was in this and not one of you fucking yeah, told me. Why is he here? My exact reaction. What's going on? Yeah. Oh my so, God. Episode one, I brought up the cast because I just wanted to see who they were or whatever. Um, and it said Evan Peters, whoever. And I was like, Evan Peters is going to be in this. I was like, turn that off. Like, you're not supposed to know that. And I was like, right. You love spoiling but still, things. You I love, love spoiling things. But also, I was just shocked because Evan Peters has been in everything I've watched recently. He's in Pose. He's in, uh, I can't remember the rest, but he's in, like, I've watched like a couple of things recently where he's Evan in everything Peters though. Like, is one of the main people. And I just like, he kind of went off my radar for years and all of a sudden he's back. So when Evan Peters appeared, it was really significant for the Marvel Universe because he played Quicksilver in the X-Men universe, which was owned by Sony. No, Fox. Owned by Fox. Which One of them. Until, and it up, it's matter. Fox. I'm pretty sure it's Fox. Up until now, Marvel haven't had the rights to use those characters. That's why Aaron Johnson had to play Quicksilver in the Marvel Universe. But he, he was killed off. Yeah. Um, so when he reappeared as Evan Peters, fans kind of went mad thinking that this was like the start of the multiverse and that maybe where Disney had finally got the rights to everything and we're going to bring everyone together and kind of mix things up. And that kind of leads into the rumors about the Spider-Man movie where they the Spider-Man multiverse where they bring all former Spider-Man back and have them all in one movie. So that's kind of what it is. Oh my is. God, can you imagine? Can you actually imagine that? Apparently it's very realistic. If you watch interviews with Tom Holland, he doesn't like give it away, but he is kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudging at the idea of the multiverse and like all the Spider-Man coming together. So like, I don't think it's unrealistic to think it's coming, but we don't know for sure yet. Well, see, here's the thing, Breed. Have you watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on Netflix? No. Okay, you should, because it's excellent. Um, it's probably my favorite Spider-Man now. Um, I, I, as far as I can tell, I don't think it is in the MCU, but I think it's kind of like. No, I think it is. Oh no! See, I'm reading this now into the Spider-Verse of Sony. That's why there was all the Sony spawn in it. That makes sense. Is it's it not is considered sort of canon? It is part of the I the MC. What is it? The MCU. But it does introduce the it did introduce the idea of the multiverse. There was like different Spider-Men from different timelines. Say like Gwen Stacy is like a Spider-Man and then they had Jake Johnson who played this like really like sluggy 
kind of shit Peter Parker. Okay. Oh, I love that so much. So good. Um, what is Toby Maguire bothered? Is Toby Maguire really like Toby Maguire? Wasn't Toby Maguire like in a lot of trouble? Oh, don't say that. Oh, let me. No, do you know the movie with your one? What need a problematic alarm? What's that movie with your one? And it's based on a true story about the Molly's game. Yes. Wasn't he like? Oh, he was supposed. That's who like the dickheady guy was supposed to be. Yes. Yes. That's whenever I think of him now, that's like I have a bad who, impression who of him. played him in Molly's game again. I'm gonna look it up. Um yeah, sorry. So yeah, because it has it here in 2004, Maguire took up tournament poker. He has finished in the money in several events and has been tutored by Michael Sarah. Uh yes. Um shortly after this episode, Maguire reportedly stole the game from Bloom, leading Bloom to move to New York to Molly Bloom. That's who the movie's based on. Maguire's actions at the game are portrayed by Michael Sarah in the film Molly's Game through the through the character Player X. Mort. Yeah. So he maybe he needs a like a bit of a like character revamp personally. Potentially, yeah. Do you also know who else dwarfed, so. is in the Spider Verse though? Who? Catherine Han. How is she not like Doctor Octopus or something? Oh, hardly is she in Catherine. I think because yeah, because I kept like she said herself in interviews. Oh, oh my god, she is. Yeah. She was saying in interviews, like, oh, I keep thinking about, like, this is my first, like, like, jump into the world of Marvel. And then she has to keep reminding herself, no, like, you were literally in the Spider-Verse movie. So sure, that's it, like, I was about to say Gwen Stefani, Gwyneth Paltrow does not remember that she, like, her and John Favreau did this cooking video or something for his YouTube where they did some video together. And John Favreau, because she, and she was like, oh, sure, we've never been in a movie together. And John Favreau was like, we were literally in Iron Man. Iron Man together. You I've literally played Pepper Pot. And she was like, oh, she just doesn't care. She just does not give a fuck. Gwen- Gwyneth is not on this planet. But it's so funny, though, because the fans like care so much and take it so seriously. And then you have other actors who are like, you know, they're introduced into the universe and they go to like, painstaking levels to be like, I watched this is my first Marvel movie. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Blah, blah. And then Gwyneth's like... Oh. You've got the OGs who are like, please stop talking to me about it. Um, okay, interesting. Do we want to talk about the cast? Yeah. Um, let's start with Lizzie Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen, young sister heart. of uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley, which seemingly a lot of people didn't realise. How would you until not? This, which I just How? don't... How? Like, that's the only I reason I know who she is. Um, she, like her sisters, began acting at a young age. Um, she would have been in a lot of the Mary Kate and Ashley stuff. She was in the Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley, um, and appeared in a lot of their videos. Um, she went away and studied away herself. Um, and then in 2011, she starred in the thriller film Martha Marcy May Marlene, which I'm not familiar with. Um, she. I will say trigger warning here um, with regards to eating disorders, but in 20, not 20, in 2004, um, she said she nearly quit acting because of the frenzy around Mary-Kate and her eating disorder, which is really sad, but I'm glad she didn't. Um, so she went away, did that thriller. She starred in Josh Radner's Liberal Arts. Josh Radner, there's a man I haven't heard from in a while. Uh, have you seen Silent House? It's a horror film remake she was in. No. Um, actually, now that I read about this, Martha Marcy. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Marlene thing also kind of seems like your buzz. Um, she plays Martha, a girl suffering from delusions after fleeing her life in a cult and returning to her family. That does sound like a bit of me. <laughs> it does, in fairness. Like I, I know, it. yeah. If nothing else. <laughs> Um, she was nominated for the BAFTA Rising Star Award in 2013. Um, she starred an old boy that year as well, which went down very well. I haven't seen it, but I remember hearing that it was very good. Um, she can kill your darlings in secret. Um, she actually previously starred alongside the aforementioned Aaron Taylor Johnson in 2014 in Godzilla. Oh. Um, and then she joined the MCU in... 2015 with Avengers Age of Ultron which was the sequel to Avengers Assemble or the Avengers wherever you're from um, portraying Wanda Maximoff aka the Scarlet Witch um, but she actually first appeared as the character in a post credit scene of Captain America the Winter Soldier um, alongside Taylor Johnson because obviously they're brother and sister um, and then obviously she came back for Captain America Civil War and then obviously she was in Infinity War and she was in Endgame, which I don't know if you saw this, great timing because Endgame had surpassed Avatar as the highest grossing movie of all time. But Avatar has now gone back and pipped it again in How? 2021. Who How? is still watching Avatar? Who's still paying for Avatar? I truly no idea. Um, no idea. She's done a few other bits as well. She did a movie called I Saw the Light and then she went and starred alongside Jeremy Renner who's also in the MCU in another movie called Wind River. Uh, I don't she's know how Ingr- I know her. Well, how would I know her? How would you know her? Um, she was in Ingrid Goes West. I know oh, a lot of people Oh yes, that's that. probably it actually. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah, uh, I saw that. Got a lot of praise but kind of I think went under the radar. A mad one. She executive produced and starred as a grieving widow in the Facebook Watch. Jesus, you're better than this. Facebook Watch web television series, Sorry for Your Loss. Um, and then I suppose most recently it has been WandaVision. But it, it said here that she will replace the role in the film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is scheduled for a March 2022 release. Um, she's engaged to a lad called Robbie Arnett. Good for her. Um, in terms of other stuff that's coming out. Well, actually, Doctor Strange is the only thing that seems to be in her calendar. I feel like Doctor there's Strange. big things coming for that character, though. Yeah. And I'd say off the back of the success of this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is setting her up. Robbie Arnett's a bit... He's a musician. I wanted to see if he was related yeah, to in- Will Arnett, but he's it doesn't seem to be. I don't think. He's in a band that I don't know of called Milo Green. And they've been dating for three years. 
Talk to me about Catherine Han because she, as we've already discovered, she seems to be in a lot of things. She's and in everything. About her even more. Yeah, she's in absolutely everything. And I was only thinking about this because I don't think I've ever really known her name up until now. And it's mad yeah. when you hear like her CV of like class things she's done because her Wikipedia page goes on for fucking ages. But I'll just like the ones that jump out to me. Her first movie was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She was in Anchorman. Yes. She was in The Holiday. She was in Step Brothers, obviously, in that iconic role. She was in The Dictator, which I mentioned the other day. She's in We Are the Millers. Um, loads of other things I'm skipping over because I've never seen them. Bad Moms and the sequel to Bad Moms, I think, is a Christmas movie. She's in uh, Hotel Transylvania. And then she's uh, Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, she's in Parks and Rec. She's in Girls. She was in Bob's Burgers. She was in American Dad. Transparent. Um she has been in everything. Truly, oh so many things. Like, and but just never kind of always flying under the radar. Not really, because you'd know her face, but like, I don't think she'd go into a shop and not be recognized. But I just think she's finally now getting the recognition she deserves after her twenty years of cracking work. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I can't remember what else I was going to say about her. Do you want me to talk about sexy, sexy vision? Oh, please. I want to. Oh, that we stand ball. <laughs> he did really? this to me. Yeah, I really, really fancy that fucking robot so much. He's so polite. He's just so British. He's so British. Oh, <sighs> after everything I said, he is very polite. Sorry, can we? Before I actually get into anything about him. I knew his face from somewhere and I couldn't figure out what. And it was only literally again that I was listening to Who Weekly. And Lindsay said, Paul Bettany, sure he's in Wimbledon. Yeah. He did. That's oh, how he got. Oh my God. That's how he got the part because he did Wimbledon with uh, John, John Favreau. Not John Favreau. With one of the other Marvel people. Like Marvel people. I look it up. And they thought they were like looking for the voice of whatever the suit Iron Man suit Marvel people are actually going to hate this podcast. Do you know the way he started off as the voice of the suit, Iron Man suit or whatever? We are bandwagoners. Like what? You didn't <laughs> come here for expert analysis. You came here to listen to two bimbos struggle with a very complicated <laughs> comic book franchise after we watched nine episodes of a show that we enjoyed. In two days. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, sorry, what were you saying? So he was ca- like, he's originally cast as just like the voice of Iron Man suit or something like that. Sorry, I have it here. I have it here. Yeah. Made his leading man debut in Wimbledon, a romantic comedy with uh, Kirsten Dunst. Swim's cast would also introduce him to John Favreau playing his manager, a relationship that would return when Favreau cast him as the voice of Jarvis in Iron Man. So Jarvis is clearly the, fo- the fucking so, robot or something. Yeah. In the making of WandaVision, that bonus episode, he was like, uh, he was like, I remember getting the call and John being like, we need some like, we're looking for like a boring robotic voice to play this and like you immediately sprung to mind and he was like I remember just trying not to be offended and just being grateful that I was getting the work and he was like I never thought that he never thought he was even going to appear on screen like it's all like just about I'm glad he did I'm glad he did too he's a lovely man Um, he first came to the attention of mainstream audiences when he started in Gangster Number 1 which I do not remember. A Knight's Tale, which I do remember, but I don't think I've ever seen. It's about the mouse. Either. No. No. <laughs> what are you thinking of? Fight the Good West? 
Five Fools West is a cracker. But what's the movie with the mouse? An American oh, Tale, Five Fools West. Oh yeah, 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 that's exactly it. Um, or no, are you thinking of the Tales of Despero? Yes, and he's no, in the yeah, boat but, in but the it's sewers. Not that. It's not that. That was Matthew Broderick. Oh, I love my life. Um, and then he was in A Beautiful Mind. He was also nominated for a BAFTA Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for playing Stephen Masharin in the film Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. As a child, I fancied Russell Crowe in that movie, which now that I'm back was <laughs> Russell Crowe right. always looked 50. Like. <laughs> He's, and he had like long blonde hair. I don't know what was going on with me. Um... He went on to appear in several films, including Dogville, Wimbledon, as we mentioned. Oh, we should do Wimbledon for a movie club. I've like. never heard of it. The Da Vinci Code, Creation, The Tourist, Margin Call, Legend. Oh, he was in Solo, A Star Wars Story. And then he made his directorial debut with the film Shelter, um, which he also wrote and co-produced. Um, he is married to Jennifer Connelly. No way. Again. Yeah. Curly's like... Angels, Jennifer Connelly. Uh... Yeah. Charlie's Angels full throttle. <laughs> yeah. She Are you baddie. sure? She was the baddie. Charlie's Angels is another one for the movie club, right? I yeah, hope you're writing absolutely. this down. I, Breed, I don't think this is her. I'm looking at her Wikipedia now. She was is in it Hulk. A, is it a different Jennifer Connelly? She's in the next Top Gun. Oh my God. She was in Spider-Man Homecoming. She played I'm thinking it's Demi Moore. Lady. These people are too connected. She does look like Demi Moore, but I can... Do you know what she's... Rest assure you, she is not Demi Moore. She's in... He's just not that into you. She's married to Bradley Cooper in it. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I always mix them up. I do always mix them up. Yeah. Anyway, they're married. That's not really relevant to the rest of his life, but anyway. I like that. Um, Oh, he used to work with the elderly. Like you. We have something in common. Oh, I love him. Um... When Bethany was 16, his brother Matthew died at age eight after falling onto concrete from a tennis pavilion route at Queen, Queen's Road. Jesus Christ. Where are you He's going had a it? very hard life. Um, he has dyslexia. Um, I, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, but he kind of followed the same. That's kind of it. <laughs> well, no, like obviously he did other things in between. Sorry, I'm not laughing at the fact. They're like the two bullet points of... So life. sorry. Yeah, so he was in... He was cast in... Iron Man as Jarvis reprised that role in 2010 for Iron Man 2 and then he was in Avengers the first one and then he was in Iron Man 3 um, he's in Disneyland's Inventions attraction a two story exhibit in Tomorrowland at Disneyland is he just a voice uh, focusing on near futuristic technologies oh it's closed now but yeah I think he was just a voice there um he then he came back as then he then he played Vision. So he started as Vision in Avengers: Age of Ultron, um, and reprised his voice role as Jarvis again in the same film. Like, how do Marvel people watch this and not, are just how are they not just intensely confused all the time? Yeah. Um. Then he was obviously in Civil War and he was in Infinity War. Oh my God, Breed, you're not going to believe this. What? Bethany also stars as Ted Kaczynski in the Discovery Channel television show Manhunt Unabomber. He does. Your favourite thing. I knew I knew him from somewhere. But there I couldn't go. get my head around it. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Because I said to Michal, who is he? And he goes, Paul Bettany, you wouldn't know him. But I did. That's a great show if you haven't seen it, actually. Um, he replaced Michael K. Williams in Solo. So that's who he came to be. And that's the character was reworked for him. This is mad. So in 2018, it was reported that he was nearing a deal to play Prince Philip 
for the crown. Oh, he would have been following good. up for Matt Smith. And then it was basically he said he couldn't do it because of scheduling conflicts. He would have been better than Matt Smith. But no, it was the person who replaced Matt who replaced Matt Smith. Who um, played older. Whoever's playing him now, but like that's literally, I I literally just goes, who's playing him? And he goes, Whoever's playing him now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> No, I actually just don't care enough to Google the yeah, Royals right now. They but imagine, like, imagine the different trajectory his career would have taken if he had taken that role as opposed to. Do you know what I mean? Equally as big and different, like in I know, different but like, demographics. Like wonder, yeah, but then he pro- like WandaVision would have probably been delayed. Yeah. Well, he didn't you know? think he was ever coming back. He thought he was fired. Like he thought once he died, he was dead. Like I'd say he never thought they're going to bring me back to life a third time. In yeah, imagine you're only you're only dying to be killed off from the universe. Like you're only dying for a few weeks off, and Marvel are like, eh, 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 you need yeah. to come back and say three lines. Um, he he's go- oh he's going to star as Alexander Nix in an upcoming film. He is the fucking head off him. If anyone knows who Alexander Nix is, in an upcoming film on the Facebook uh, Cambridge Analytica data scandal. That sounds oh. really boring, but good for him. I'm sure he's getting a lot of money for it. Um. That's Paul Bettany. Give me more. Give me, give me more. One of them is going to end up hosting SNL fairly soon, I would say. Oh, yeah. I'd um, say it'd be him because I don't find Elizabeth Olsen that charming. Like, I, off screen, I think she's more serious about the acting and the vision and all that. Not the vision. But, but like, then that's why she might do it to show that she's a bit of crack. Yeah, Sorry, maybe. I also, I should give an honorable, honorable mention to Tiana Paris as well, who plays Ma- Monica, who actually I didn't realise... So, like, if you watch Captain Marvel, she's in it as a child. The more I read this, I just keep getting confused. Yeah. And this was this was supposed to be, like, this series is, like, her introduction to the MCU as, like, a, as a superhero, obviously, because whatever happens, she goes through the force field and she gets powers. It's, it's like it. rewriting her DNA. Oh, I didn't cop that. So that's when she yeah. gets her prayers. Oh my God. So she played the adult version of Monica Rambo, as we said, was initially introduced in Captain Marvel, but she was a child. Um, that's why there's lots of references to her mom. Her mom is in Captain Marvel as an adult, obviously. She was also in If Beale Street Could Talk um, and she had a recurring role on Empire, if anyone watched that. But this is like her, this is going to break her. And as it should, because she is fucking excellent in this. Break her um, in a good way. Yeah, she yeah, not in a mean way. She is due to star in Captain Marvel 2, which is slated for release in 2022. Um no, no word of her being in any of the other Marvel they things. Don't, later they don't they don't tend to announce those things very far in advance though. I think they kind of make yeah. the rules as they go, which is the exciting thing about Marvel. She gained superpowers after being bombarded by extra dimensional energy produced by an energy disruptor weapon. Like yeah. Sorry now. I like I, I did it. enjoy it. Am I going to go back and watch all the movies in order? Yeah, because I enjoyed fucking WandaVision. But like I reach it like that and I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. Like, I'm, oh, and do you know the bit where Kat Dennings is in this as well? I'm obsessed. Yeah, honorary mention to Kat Dennings and honorary Rand- mentioned Randall, Kat Randall Park. Yep. Um, But you know the bit where it's like, where obviously you just said there, her DNA is rewritten, whatever. And Kat Dennings looks at her and she's like, the wall rewrote your DNA. Like your cells are totally different. I was like, can we not, can we not try and make this like, so like you didn't, those bits of dialogue, I'm just immediately taken out. I'm like, this is bullshit. But anyway. Somebody actually, um, 
Can you hear the shower? <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, please talk about how, this is from Katie Kent, please talk about how iconic Kat Dennings is in it as the audience surrogate slash explainer of everything, which I had not really consciously thought about, but that's like exactly her role. She is like the the average person who is sitting watching the sitcom and relaying it to the to everyone else to make us all understand what's going on. Yeah. Which is class. Like, it's just a, a an important role. Um, do you want to talk about some of the Easter eggs and then I'll get into WandaVision season two and potentially what the fuck is going to happen in Doctor Strange. And then maybe we can commit to a plan of us watching them all the way through. Oh, we're bad at committing, but OK. Um, yeah, so I put it out to our listeners on Instagram today just to see because because we've never seen any really any other Marvel movies or like we have and we just can't connect the dots because it's been so long we asked people to send us in their easter eggs or like the things they loved about watching WandaVision as Marvel fans Um, so this one's from Kira. she said Paul Bettany or Vision hinted at a major cameo that he's always wanted to work with it was himself uh, he plays two versions of Vision in the show he sparked a major fan major fan theories and it turns out he was just excited to work with himself which I kind of love Cute. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be working with someone and I'm really excited. I've always wanted to work with them when he was talking about himself, which we all need that kind of confidence. This one's from Sean. He said, uh, for uh, Easter eggs, this is one you've probably seen heard already, but when Jimmy Woo is first introduced to Monica, he does a card magic trick to make his FBI ID card appear. And it's a reference to Ant-Man and the Wasp where Paul Rudd does the same trick and Jimmy asks him how he does it. Then in one division we see Jimmy learned how to do the trick. Um, a few other small ones are the magic book that Agatha and Wanda are studying is missing from the library in the sanctuary in Doctor Strange. That means nothing to me, but it probably does to lots of other people. Um, a lots of the ads are on the TV are references to things that, that happened in Wanda's life, which I'll get into. Oh, I didn't um, have that, but I, d- I did notice references to like fucking Stark Industries or Stark Enterprise. Whatever. Yeah. Tony's path um, is called. That's people talking about Peter uh, Evan Peters. Um, just skipping through, see what we haven't copped. Um, the music at the end. Oh, the finale was filmed. This from Emer. The fi- finale was filmed during COVID, so you'll never see more than two people per shot, and if you do, at least one of them is CGI. The music at the end is um, when Wanda's reading the Darkhold book. Is actually just the theme song of Doctor Strange. Slowed down. Interesting. The shit you guys spot, like... Yeah. Uh, so our good pal Robin got in touch to explain the ads and what they all refer to in Wanda's life. So I'll just uh, fly through these. Robin so, is some gal. I knew she wouldn't let us down. Yeah, in the sitcoms, they have actual ads. Um. So they're like... or the Yeah, the scenes of the actual show are intercut with ads for products or companies that tie into the MCU. So there's a toaster from Stark Industries in the 1950s episode, which is a nod to Tony Stark. Um, and there's an ad for Strucker Watch, which is a reference to Baron Strucker, um, who is the guy who was the leader of Hydra, who was responsible for experimenting on Wanda in Nazi lads. Age of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Lagos paper towel ad is a nod to the explosion in Lagos, Nigeria in Captain America Civil War where Wanda had been unable to contain an explosion and ended up sending it into a building killing dozens of people which was a big mess. 
which they reference in the ad. Which was really bad. <laughs> yeah. So that's just some of them. Um, there's, I'm sure there's loads more. They're all probably on Reddit if you want to go look there. <laughs> Sorry, we've had a lot of technical If If the energy seems to dip throughout this episode, we've had numerous technical difficulties. One each. Um, one each, yeah. Um, I will quickly get into... Well, this this article, it just says, why WandaVision needs a season two after Doctor Strange 2? So he said that, like, Doctor Strange 2 is seemingly going to follow up this story rather than a straight sequel. Um, it, and also, it's worth noting that, like, WandaVision season two hasn't been confirmed. Um, I don't think they could do a season two. See, there is a part of me that thinks that as well, but then the popularity of it, I'm like... When have Disney ever said no for more money, you know? Um, Kevin Feig, who's involved with the series, he said WandaVision was never conceptualized as a multi-season production. Um, but given the overwhelmingly positive response, that could certainly change. Um, as we mentioned, Elizabeth Olsen is going to reprise her role in Doctor Strange. Uh, and in the movie, the Sorcerer Supreme would be confronted with his fellow Avengers transformation into the ominously mythical, creepy and formidable Scarlet Witch. Um, I have not seen Scarlet Witch, so... It hasn't happened. This is just a slideshow that's just not really explaining anything. Um, at the end, does it seem like she's trying to get the kids? When? Do you know at the very end where she's in that cabin? Um, I didn't get that vibe. I thought she was just kind of vibing. Can You, you can hear the kids voices in the background oh no? maybe I don't know I didn't cop that possibly like the kids are definitely coming back at some point absolutely they're not gone Um, they can't be gone they're coming back so yeah the Doctor Strange season 2 will likely resolve some of WandaVision's lingering plot threads so Wanda obviously has new chaos powers her possession of the Darkhold um, so that could happen um, but Doctor Strange obviously has his own shit to deal with. This is hard to read when you haven't watched uh, the movie, but clearly Benedict Cumberbatch has shit to be doing. Um, oh, sorry, here it is. The source of Billy and Tommy's voices in the fi- finale post credit scene. The whereabouts of White Vision. Where the fuck did he go? He was just like, yeah. I am Vision. I was like, bye. Yeah. Bye, girls. Kisses. Bizu, bizu. Um, and then like... So Agatha's just there she's definitely not just staying there you know she's what not I mean? like we're not done with any of these characters I don't think um, there's talk of Vision re-emerging in Armor Wars which is a thing I just clicked it and I don't fully understand but it's another Marvel thing Don Cheadle's in it um, Don Cheadle is dead is he not? not the actor in, but the character Don Cheadle's not dead the character could well be dead or severely injured uh, there's another series coming next week on Disney Plus of this of a similar vein kind of like yeah it's in the, yeah talk to me about this so it's called Falcon and the Winter Winter Soldier I have no idea what the hell it's about or who might appear in it the about well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'd imagine. on Google is Falcon and the Winter Soldier are a mismatched duo who team up for a global adventure that will test their survival skills as well as their patience the first episode is due the 19th of March so in a couple of days Um, so if you're looking for something to fill the void that's probably it I think there's one called Loki coming as well 
Yes, they announced loads of shit at that Disney Plus announcement. Like there's low so like so this year we have Black Widow is supposed to be coming in May, right? That's probably going to end up going straight to DVD now or whatever the equivalent is, straight to streaming. That's May the 7th. Then there's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's supposed to be July this year. Then there's Eternals, which is supposed to be November. Then the next Spider-Man. Yeah. Then the next Spider-Man is No Way Home, which is December. And then into 2022, you have Doctor Strange 2, which is March 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, which is May 2022. Love and Thunder Black is Panther a great name 2, for Yeah, July 2022. And then Captain Marvel is November 2022. Cool. Um, I'm actually looking forward to them now. I might watch that Falcon Winter Soldier thing. Winter Soldier is Bucky, I think, that was that's in Captain America. I've never seen Captain uh, He's America. Captain America's boyfriend. I don't know who Falcon is. Yeah, I can't get over Captain Fal- America as a woman. In my head, it's... Falcon- it's uh, no, it's Captain America Chris, is... Face? It is. It's Chris Evans. Who am I mixing up? Oh, I'm Captain Marvel. I can't Captain get over Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's just this, like, the fans fully think that... Like, yeah, so sorry. Captain America's gay. Bucky, no, but the fans, like, kind of like to pretend he is. Or oh, like, they're like... Yeah. Love that for you. So the Winter Soldier is Bucky Barnes and then the Falcon is Sam Wilson. Um, and yeah, people just basically want Captain America and Bucky to shag because I think they were friends at some point. I don't know. Would you say this is our best or worst episode? Uh, it's, I would say, technically one of the worst. But as far as like bandwagons go, this is absolutely a big one for This is such a bandwagon. <laughs> We are we are on it. We are gripping on for dear life and we don't fully understand, but we are on it now. Yeah, um, we are going to go back and watch them all. If anyone has the order, please send it to us. And uh, on the final say of this, would you, would you recommend this to someone who A, has no interest in Marvel and, and or has no interest in watching the rest of it? I think you definitely could watch this as a standalone. But I find it very hard to, I'd find it very hard to believe that you'd watch it and be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to watch. You wouldn't I'm not understand the whole lot of it. Yeah, you would, or you'd understand it like You would base understand level, it, but I think, base level, yeah. But you'd miss all like the, the cool things about it. Because it does, it does refer back to like the major events and you do get that kind of, as you said, base level understanding. But to live it, I suppose. Yeah. You'd need to watch them. That is so true. WandaVision is now streaming on Disney Plus. Mini bandwagons? Yeah. Sorry yeah. I didn't reply. I was in, I was, I had to go get a new microwave and then I had to immediately go to therapy. So not oh. because of having to get the new microwave, <laughs> but it was just the way the appointments fell. That's all right. Um, so I have some mini bandwagons. The first one is called Paddy Irishman. Um, my friend, uh, well, I say friend, it's a man I've worked with a couple of times. He is very, very lovely though. His name is Roscoe, Roscoe Callahan. And he has started a new project for Paddy's Day this year, um, which is like an uh, like an art photography project, and where he photographs anyone who's named Paddy or Patrick or Pat or some variation of that, and like tells a little bit about them. So like Paddy Smith has featured, um, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Uh, there's a couple of others on there. If you, it's I just think it's a really nice thing for Paddy's Day, um. If you're interested, 
go look it up. It's called the Paddy Irishman Project and it's on Instagram and I think it's on Facebook as well. Um, if you're looking for a nosy. And then uh, I was waiting for Fanina to text me back. So I just wrote down, uh, after the popularity of skipping last week, I've written down... Waited hula hoops. Hula hooping. Yeah. Which I can't do. I've tried. Can't keep it up. My sister can hula hoop you for an hour straight. You can do it. I wasn't no. able to do it. Oh, Annabelle, like some of the days we were watching WandaVision, Annabelle was just swinging away in the background. Hilda hoops for an hour straight without dropping it. I literally kept putting Look it around my me. neck and being like, "Look at me, I'm Zendaya in the Greatest Showman." It's a why don't we rewrite the stars? It's um, definitely. A I don't know how you had that thing around your neck. It's so sore. No, I, I, and when I put it up, people were like, "Be careful, you will be covered in bruises." I yeah, like, no, you would be. Co- you will be covered in bruises, but it's apparently incredible for your core. I'm going to stick to the skipping. Um, because I just find it easier. Someone actually texted me during the week and sent me a TikTok, and it was a girl who went to buy a skipping rope or bought a skipping rope to start skipping, and then wanted to see if like the skipping rope would work in her bedroom. So she went into her bedroom and pretended to skip with the rope to see if she'd have the space. And then as she was doing it, she was like, "I've been scammed! Like this is skipping. Why did I need the rope? You can just literally just pretend." Yeah. So I've been scammed. Anyway, and then we've all been scammed, really, haven't we? I. Anyway really just was struggling for things at the end to do a Paddy's Day so I just wrote down stream the cores <sighs> yeah, there are stream. so many other things you can stream I was having a moment we Tim Chadwick has a new EP do we, want to, do we want to stream the cores does Jim Core get that money I'd stream the cores if I meant Jim Core got not a illegally stream sent. the cores illegally stream the no actually we can't say that breed no don't do what we just said don't do what Johnny don't does and um, you can stream Tim Tadwick's new album it's top of the charts I think at the minute Jim Tadwick Jim did I say that <laughs> did I it's called Timothy it's called Timothy and we won't rest until we get him on this podcast so come on Tim you coward we, we have actually haven't asked him. Sorry, that was aggressive but just if you say no we're calling you a coward um, yeah that's all. Yeah, that's it from us. Um, thanks, Emil, for checking this out. This podcast has been painstakingly produced by Collaborative Studios. We are Bland Agons Podcast everywhere on social media. We are on Patreon if you want to support us there. That would be so nice and gorgeous. Follow us on Spotify. You'll be kept up to date on all the latest episodes. We got a good few Apple reviews, I think, Breed. So we'll pick a few winners for those beanies. Ooh. Um, but please can keep leaving reviews obviously that would be nice um and we will be back next week i am fanula i'm breed goodbye it's, it's bandwagons and that's the end <laughs> <laughs>we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.